Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, January 20th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Polygon Citizens, discussion of the characters, hosted by PS Labs. Let's take a listen. Good evening, good afternoon, uh, wherever you are in the world. Uh, this is David speaking right now. And um, yeah, anyway, it's late where I am, but I just want to thank all you guys. For turning up. Hi Sam. How you doing? Hi Chris. Falcone Chulu Chobbles. Nice. I love it. And uh Killing Time and of course uh Terra Spaces. Uh prolific recorder of spaces in the cosmos and I guess now Polygon as well. Oh yeah, you're all over the place. I'm sure you've got your fingers and everything, but um yeah thanks for joining me on your friday night um and yeah i hope you all have a drink something to relax you're like relaxed and sitting down somewhere because i thought it would be a good idea to just sort of review everything that's happened over the past two days uh since we or even before so obviously the immediate focus is going to be on the mint and how the past two days have gone um but you know uh this is an ama so we're i'm here to answer like any questions you have about uh the collection itself how it was made anything in the future the things we are working on ideas that we have but also uh you know i'm here to listen to ideas that you have and that's going to be, that's always been at the heart of what we wanted the Citizens Project to be. And, you know, it's really important that for us, that we're not, we have a certain amount of hands on with the, with everything, but also knowing when to sort of uh, step back a bit and, and let the community guide the storylines, the law, the characters, and um, you know, uh, maybe at the end I'll share some of all the ideas that we've got on how to use all this technology that's up and coming. Um, so, you know, without further ado, uh, I think I'll get started. Um, first of all, I have to just like thank all of you guys, uh, assuming that you you minted one of the citizens. I just want to thank you so much um honestly it's just been like a very big success for ps labs in general because i feel like we we've kind of stepped into a totally brand new space that is very new to us 
maybe very new to a lot of people in our community as well and like everyone really came out and turned out and supported us and um i think we like really showed the poly like people in polygon that uh, we can be part of like all this new energy that's coming into the ecosystem uh, and Polygon have like been reciprocating uh, very, very well to us holding like regular meetings. There's like things in the pipeline. They're very, very interested in in Polygon citizens in particular, but also what uh, PS Labs and our team are doing. And we got regular meetings scheduled over the coming weeks just because they really want to keep a close eye on us. So obviously we want to make sure we keep pushing. We want to make sure we are doing the best work we possibly can, but also hopefully some of the best work that in the AI space in general in Web3. Um, so we have, after today, 1,600 NFTs minted. So... I'm going to just, is there a, yeah, there you go. I'm going to give myself some course and everyone on the team. <laughs> go on. Or, or, or put another way, only 900 or less left to mint. So, you exactly. know, FOMO. Exactly. FOMO's kicking in. <laughs> so, yeah, day one. What did we do day one? It was like 1,100, I think. Then yesterday we did up to 1,300, I think, or 1,000, or 1,000. Uh, 400 I think so we did about uh, or 1,500 so we did about 300 yesterday basically and today we're doing about 150 and so let's see you know us as a team we're trying to keep the pace up I've been work so obviously today also we dropped all of the artwork and it's like full sharpness and resolution um, so I hope you guys have actually managed to take a look at how the new artwork looks is uh, do you guys see the difference uh because for me i was um obviously when i when i saw like this sort of weird compression stuff that was happening on the detail i was like oh my god thank god we can change them but yeah the new upgraded artwork came out today so what you see now is exactly how it was designed to begin with and that's exactly how like uh, i intended it to go out originally and um so now i'm really satisfied that uh you know it looks exactly how it was intended to look um i definitely think maybe a few people saw some of the really blurry ones and maybe got off put so we could have potentially lost some new members of the community who chose not to get involved just because of like sort of uh maybe they just saw some of the ones which got really bad compression on them um so there's that that's upgraded i'm very happy about that so that's uh now out there uh we have successfully implemented a whole bunch of new cool tracking uh bots in our discord which has been really crazy fun i think everyone here's probably been watching them and uh following them that's all um the result of wrath and a guy called elato Oh uh, man, that all that I got to give all that credit to Alayton. Yeah, he's he's a, a genius. Um, he I, I think he did all those bots primarily originally for the Hellcats, and uh, yeah, as soon as we saw them in in their server working and 
just how nice they were. And also the brand, it's nice to keep the branding consistent. So not having a bunch of bots that have like different names on them in your server yeah, is nice. That's true. <laughs> and also it's like, you know, from Stargaze, it's nice to just not use Hubble tools and to basically have our own Hubble tools inside our <laughs> Discord now, which is totally oh, for specific sure. to our collection. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, like, yeah. I was just about to like uh, expand on that to say like it's been really nice moving into the Polygon ecosystem simply because like the amount of tooling that's available is just like insane. Like I know that Stargaze is you know months if not a year or two off of having the amount of tooling that's already available on Polygon. So it's really nice to be in the position where we don't have to we can just use the tooling that's already available and uh, essentially plug it all straight into like our existing architecture and ecosystem of the project. Um, a, web a, citizen a website just specifically for the citizens has been built. So that will be released later today. Within that, you'll be able to see two sections or three sections. One takes you to the Mint. One will take you to the communities area, which I believe we now have five communities formed. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, uh, yeah, so these are the very, very, very first kind of laying out the framework for all, how all this is going to work. But uh, yeah, we, we picked five communities or races, actually, to be specific. Uh, and set up some some private channels for them, and we're just kind of seeing how how the community responds to this call to arms in a way. So, how can someone form a community if they wanted to? Like, let's say, for example, like there's smaller there's smaller classes within species if if they wanted to form up and create a group. Uh, so for example, we had somebody from the, uh, alien space cowboys or the, the, the hat wearing aliens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Space cowboys. Um, yeah. There's only like nine of those in the collection, I think. Yeah. There's not many. Um, which make, yeah, makes them even rarer than the bulls. Um, <laughs> but they, they, they had that question too. They're like, so how do we get like, kind of something going i'm like yeah. well you gotta rally you, you gotta find each other you gotta find the same holders you gotta congregate you gotta discuss and you gotta plan and you gotta sh essentially show up and show that you're you're so was it just one person side of the work is it just one person uh, there we, we have we have we have we have two space cowboys space cowboys right now in the server so. okay cool well, uh, one um, one one minted and one uh, sniped his on secondary for like pretty good deal. Um, so, well, hopefully, hopefully they they find more of them. <laughs> one thing I've built into the new site, uh, and by the way, when you guys do get to use the new site, uh, please send back any feedback. But essentially, um, I've introduced sort of like a button that people can press. And they can email us to make suggestions on what they would like to see uh, happen, things they would like, you know, support from our team. So the steps go like this. You mint your citizen. You join our Discord. Within the Discord, you can, like, you know, find one, two or three others. 
And then from then on, you can contact one of us, say like, we're interested in making a community. We'll help you make that channel. And then after you've made your channel, we're gonna kind of like, we'll be in the channels as well, uh, taking part. But it's very much, we're very interested in seeing what kind of cultures are organically formed when, you know, like-minded people are sort of left to discuss ideas and, you know, we will provide resources to help them or resources within reason to help them with any sort of cool ideas that they have, any activations that they want to do, uh, any competitions. We, of course, have our own ideas that we would like to run sort of between communities, projects and sub-communities. Um, a lot of that involves obviously like some of the AI tooling that already exists in the lab that we will run very specific missions and tasks around sort of the use of specific utilities. So for example, the dogs will be asked to render their own dog world. <laughs> In Polygon, we will run our sort of seed or cocktail over your prompts to make sure they look like they're from the citizens' world. And um, yeah, and we're going to sort of look at what people choose to create around their characters. That's one example. And then obviously, we were thinking to commission from different NFT artists prizes that people can win. And they can start to build some form of treasury for their communities. Um, so we're already talking with Glitch Candy right now from Stargaze. I'm a big fan of Glitch Candy and his work. And I, I think he's really suitable for one of the first ideas we have. Um, but if there's anyone who has suggestions on other projects and creators that they would love to get involved, absolutely you know go go hit that suggestions button that i spoke of earlier write us an email tell us to look at a specific team or person that you would really like us to get involved with and and we'll obviously open up a line of communication with them and, and try to get things going um and speaking of you know the angel dal uh sent a message today they're, they're very interested in all these new communities that are popping up around the citizens um magic eden have been uh calling us to uh, i'll probably make that announcement later tonight on public on our discord but yeah we're now we're listed on magic eden and um uh we're going to start to push that a bit more as well uh and try to sort of pull in new community members because I think we had a really nice turnout of like all the people who already knew us from things like Terra, Cosmos ecosystem in general, like Juno, as well as obviously Stargaze. But when we came to Polygon, obviously there's a whole bunch of people who didn't know who we are. I think we've probably managed to reach uh, a bunch of people on Polygon, which is also like a very, very, the NFT space in Polygon is very much in its infancy right now. So it's quite small. Um, so, you know, working to sort of introduce more people within Polygon to our project 
but then also trying to reach out to the other bigger NFT blockchains like Solana. We've seen a lot of Solana maxis come over and join our community in the citizens as well. So that's been really great to see. And um, yeah, I think uh, I think the art's really resonating with people in general. So yeah, the commu- the next thing we're going to be sort of focusing on is just sort of the general formation of groups and communities. I don't know if you guys have seen, people from Stargaze will already know this, but we have, uh, we're going to be rolling out the upgrading of PFPs. We aren't entirely sure if the format of it will be exactly the same as Stargaze. Um, But, you know, it will be the same utility of people being able to render PFP, other NFTs into a PFP. Uh, We're not sure if we'll offer the upgrade service on it, as Stargate citizens have, simply because I don't think we can produce any higher quality art than we've already produced. So, and so, you know, maybe an upgrade will be in store for a half a year or a year's time, but for the time being, it doesn't make sense to try to uh, upgrade the current artwork. So, if we do roll out the utility anytime soon, it will be without the upgrade and simply just like a mutation. And we have yet to sort of really think about whether we'll be burning them and and, and so on. Um, so yeah. That's uh, the two main things I wanted to get out there is that communities are are now getting fired up. We already have five of them. Utility, we have samples out already. I'll try pin it. Um, Raf, would you be able to try to, um, if I make you a host, can you try to go and pin some of the artwork? And uh, yeah, I just want to sort of loop back around to the actual collection itself now. So we've minted 1,600. Currently a floor price of 47 Matic. So just sitting a bit underneath the mint. And we have 501 unique owners. So that for me is like a really nice massive number. Yes, yesterday it, that was 300. Yeah, you yeah. said yesterday that was 300. Yeah. So yeah. we have gained like 200 new holders in one day. Um, and so let's just like keep our fingers crossed and hopefully like every day we can just get new people looking. The Hellcat Mint is probably started now, hasn't it? Uh, okay. I'm not actually sure when that starts. Yeah. It, the is it first going? whitelist, yeah, it's going now. There's 121 out of 466 with the next whitelist phase starting in three hours and that will most likely just mint out straight away. So they are the second paid um launch to happen but their supply is very small like 466 uh and yeah good luck to them we've been upgrading some of their nfts and we've been like getting more involved with the hellcats community i would highly recommend um people here to you you know they're quite expensive nfts so uh even if you can't afford one or don't want to buy one at least you know join their discord see what they're about they're really friendly i mean i've known about them for a year already but i only joined their discord this this morning or last night and it's been really really good um yeah and so we we will hopefully um keep on going at the pace we're going 
Uh, yeah, real, real quick, I just wanted to update everybody um, on the point of the sub-communities there. Uh, we do already have some pretty interesting activity, especially from the Toads gang, um, hashtag Toads gang. They, <laughs> uh, w- one of the Toads has already offered to put up his own NFTs um, for a giveaway for the Toads gang. Of course, I couldn't let him show me up, so I threw in an O. Uh, in there, but he has like a Stargaze X, um, a, uh, uh, Onamusha, and a Rebel that he's getting rid of. I suspect he's trying to pump his Stargaze bags too, but you know, we won't talk about that too much. <laughs> <laughs> There's always an extra incentive. Um, so yeah, um, by the way, guys, at any point, stick your hand up, uh, and come and ask questions because, uh, we, we, you know, we might not cover things that you have in mind. Um, I, I so, did adjust the settings so that anybody can request to come up um, so that we don't have to approve it for you. But uh, but uh, I, I was wondering, uh, David, what assets were you referring to um, sharing, posting on the, the tweet there? Ah, so we did a... Uh, a mute. We turned Sandeep's Ute oh, oh, into uh, gotcha. AI. We turned Frank D Gods. We did a D Gods, and we did um, some Hellcats. So I was going to pin them. Uh, yeah, I got it. Probably pin the, the sort of the difference between the low and the higher resolution vegetable people that <laughs> posted. <laughs> and uh, Chris, uh, you, you, thanks for coming up. Uh, Dude, your PFP looks awesome. I love it. I love seeing all these awesome citizens PFPs. They just look so goddamn good on Twitter, which, by the way, was like a des- part of our design spec. Like, we made sure we looked at every single citizen at the size of a Twitter profile picture to make sure, like, you could wear it well on Twitter. Um, yeah, go on, Chris. Did you have a question or uh, something you want to say? Yeah, um... Wow, that's super interesting that, that I just found that out, that you actually made sure that the PFPs would look good. That's uh, that's pretty cool. That's uh, attention to detail. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. It's, um, well, that's for me, to be honest, that was, that's like the main use case of, of the NFT itself. It's like at the end of the day, it, it, that's what everyone wants as a creator, that's exactly what you want people to do with it. And uh, for me, that's like, okay, then we have to look at the, we have to look at these images as at like thumbnail size. So uh, one of the first things I did when we were rendering would have like, we've probably rendered about like close to 50,000 different characters and uh, just chopping through all of them. And, you know, one of the very, very first things I'll do is I'll just look through entire batches of them. And without even zooming into the photo and looking at them closely, I'll just delete them straight away if they don't, like, look good at the small size. So, um, you know, we really rendered a lot. And that's, like, one of the main design specs that we looked for. And then, obviously, today everyone can see what they look like when they're big as well. Uh, Because I think that detail didn't matter when their PFP size uh but obviously as you said like the design uh, the attention to detail starts there and uh also scales up towards larger size as well um 
Yeah. Did, uh, did you have like a specific question? How, how are you finding the experience? Are you in your canine DAO? Oh, yeah. I'm hanging out in the canine DAO now. Um, I have a, a more just broad question about AI in general because um, I, yeah, asked it, right. I, I asked this question for uh, Cosmos to into space later. And I figured I asked you guys this because you're some of the main AI artists that are out there right now. Um, do you think like um eventually a AI will uh replace like human artists as like with um AI you can like you said you can render thousands or hundreds of pieces in a day to go through and um um uh, do you think AI should be more valuable or less valuable than like an actual uh hand drawn artist just a, just opinion just curious myself um, I I think the the common answer to that would be uh uh yes uh hand drawn art will be more valuable um but essentially i think ai art will unfortunately it will like replace a lot of well not i would say replace real life artists what i'd say is that it will replace the, the manual dexterity that's required for a lot of traditional art and it will become much more a case of almost like DJing with words and different medias together with AI uh, to create sort of new like new media and new forms and new ideas. Uh, so it's quite, I think it's quite exciting. I think with the whole process being sped up, I don't think traditional artists aren't going to be going anywhere. There will always be uh Oh, number one, there'll always be a backlash against AI art, and there'll always be an affinity to something that has had, um, you know, there's always the romance of knowing that, like, someone actually physically made your art. So that won't be going anywhere. Uh, but, you know, even even in, like, handmade art... I mean, you guys probably know about Rothko, Jackson Pollock, uh, and all the abstract artists. Um, they sort of speak about uh, automation art or or the act of automating your body movements, like disconnecting the brain and just like letting the body just create motion and movement with color and paint and stuff. And then that's sort of like the ideas behind uh, things like Jackson Pollock and Rothko just like things losing its form and just allowing sort of movement and color to sort of express emotion um that sort of the ideas behind things like that and then the sort of the actual physical act of creating it i i think will always have like value especially when someone who knows how to sort of package up and describe that process in a meaningful way is doing it um i think oh, yeah, a lot totally. of, like, um yeah I, I like um i don't think anybody can come in and just be in, in a full ai artist i think there's a there's a little skill to it i mean i think you really need to know your mediums and art and what you want to describe and, and put out there so i don't think it's going to be like the easy thing to do even though like people think it is just because a lot of these ar AI art projects are popping up one after another, but um, I, I truly respect the way you guys do it. 
because it, it, it truly looks like you ran prompts, you know, hundreds and thousands of times to find out exactly what you need to get yeah. what you wanted. Thanks, man. That's exactly, I mean, you got it right. That's exactly how we do it. Um, we do it. Uh, it's like an iterative process. But um, yeah, I, I like, you know, uh, when when impressionism, like when the impressionists like Van Gogh, Degas, Monet, when they started painting, they were disregarded as artists because they said, you know, oh, it doesn't look like the real thing. It looks like some blurry uh soft painting you know never disregarded and then uh you know then you get photography comes along uh which basically you know i guess like in bracket like close brackets like replaces art or painting meant to do so but it hasn't has it but it's accelerated sort of image creation a lot um and so we're just dealing with sort of like another uh natural progression in art creation uh which is extremely powerful and so i'm very excited to see what it, it happens i don't honestly know um i don't honestly know where it'll be in the next half year year or two years but um you know i just i just keep an eye on it because it for me it is the most exciting part of the art world that's happening right now and um as you know, I've like worked in content creation like my whole life, and all uh, of my whole professional and or adult life. And um, yeah, this is this is now is like the most exciting time in the art world that I've been alive in. <laughs> is and it's just getting more and more crazy. Uh, and I'm just really happy that we're a part of it. We're producing work, and you know, people are liking the work that we're producing, and 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 then that sort of just loops or feed background to the fact that we can do it more and and produce more ideas and um i mean for me the polygon citizens is like i i love it and i, I love this world we'll build we're building and i i really can't wait to see what happens to it like just day by day um and like I, even just seeing everyone wearing their citizens now is crazy they just look so good Oh, Appreciate you that, man. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you so much. We had someone up else up. Did they just go sit back down? But um I think I think they bounced out, but uh they somebody did leave a comment um Let's on see. the spaces. <laughs> yeah, re, re, read that read that uh tweet. Okay, that because it oh that's a good question. question. Comes up a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it is a very, very good question. Um so Roy. Uh, you bring up, is he in here still? I, I think I think he's the one who left. He was just in ah. here. But, but, but it's a good general. Yeah, it's a good general cover. question. So, so number one, um, it's kind of a gray area, but essentially... Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait. Re re reiterate the question for those who didn't read the, the tweet. <laughs> okay, so Roy asks, in the digital world, copyright protection is extremely important. So how does it work? How is it guaranteed that you or the system know who the real owner of an NFT in the marketplace? And what if people who create the same NFT but change a little thing of it? So uh, this is like something that is actually not even uh, specific to AI art. Um, 
in general, like the, uh, I think I, I brought it up a few times, the case of Richard Prince, where he just took a photo of another photo and then, and then sold it as his own art. And that was legal because he just sort of wrapped the idea up in his own, in his own words that was different and made the sort of made the act of copying the art, like the art itself. And um, yeah, he didn't get, he, he got, they tried to sue him, but he, he was uh, found innocent. Um, on top of that also, you know, there's nothing to stop anyone uh, minting an image, regardless of if it's AI or not, that belongs to someone else as an NFT. And then, so there's that as well. You, that's just, I think anyone who comes from Stargaze, uh, that, that sort of period where AI art was just, you know, there's like two or three projects every day is very and and you know the same applies for the real art world um just trying to make sure you're dealing with uh credible projects credible artists uh, and people who essentially aren't just going to rug you or trying to make like a really fast buck and just you know once they got their money they'll run off uh so i, I don't think like authenticity of an NFT is even specific to AI art either. But anyway, on the topic of copyright protection and AI art, which is a top, which is a uh, something which now is, you know, starting to be coming to headlines, is uh, essentially like these AI models are trained off of like giant data sets. So, I mean, we can actually look into the data sets and see what's being used uh in some of them but you know with stable diffusion and some of these models uh we're not able to look into all of them so it's very much the case of the liability will lie with uh, stable diffusion or mid journey or any of these other companies building these softwares um and in t and we will see what comes of it my I basically they they'll be fine I think just because if you know if in the case of Richard Prince is found innocent I think they'll be fine because there's something within copyright called fair use which covers sort of remediation of of content so for example you'll probably see a lot of comedy shows a lot of uh topical um panel shows and things like that which might cover current events or or use sections of media film music and so on and so forth to create their episode of like a show or or uh, article and so on this use of content falls into an area called fair use and um as long as you know the the use of the content is not um the overall or the final thing then it is kind of can be then counted as re or is then it's remediation you're taking something else and you're sort of then turning it into something else again um but this is always you know it's a case of who's got the best lawyers who's got the the most money and you know the, people are always gonna think one person copied another person and it's just the reality is is everyone's copying everyone else all the time and they're just packaging up in their own way um 
and some people do it really well and some people do it really badly um so we'll see my 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 answer to the sort of copyright protection stuff is uh in my, my opinion is definitely not uh i've read a lot of i've read a lot on this topic as well already but uh let's just uh all the all of the court cases so far have essentially just been thrown out but you know this technology is very nascent and it's starting to make some big headlines so um let, let's hope uh nothing happens even so you know it, it, they'll work around it they're already starting to implement um changes for example the new stable diffusion 2.1 models don't have living artists in it anymore so that changes the way that you can prompt uh compared to like the older models so stable diffusion already getting onto it um i'm not sure what makes up the mid-journey data sets and stuff because that's all closed source um and uh i think these ai companies are starting to be a bit more sensitive around that topic on top of that topic I, I i just wanted to say something on the copyright of the renders themselves and um i each each rendering each rendering service or or rendering provider i should say has a different uh terms of use and so for example stable diffusion is creative commons licensing so that means like actually anyone can use the content so uh there's no specific um I, like i can't sue someone for like if i made a stable diffusion render and then they went and minted it as an nft and sold it because it's a creative commons license on that on that piece uh and that's like something everyone has to agree to when they when they you know start using these models. Uh, Dali has a commercial protection over usage, so does Midjourney. All these other things, so they're a bit more. You can you can monetize that more, but uh, Stable Diffusion straight up Creative Commons. Uh, I hope that answers the question. I hope it wasn't too boring either, <laughs> because it's um sort of like legal side of uh, this stuff. No, I, I learned some stuff that I, I didn't know either. So I think that's important, especially when you're playing around with these kinds of tools. Maybe not at the like very initial level where you're just going to like night cafe or something and <laughs> typing something in there. But definitely yeah. as you get more into the NFT side of things. Basically, if you're just having fun with things and you're posting it in places where you're not making money with it, you've got nothing to worry about. Um, if you're even if you're making small amounts of money with it, uh, you generally don't have too much to worry about. But it's like when you start making really a lot of money with, uh, then they then they you know, then like lawyers might start circling you. But for example, in Stargaze, I think it was the Rebels NFT, right? They what what they made like um, a famous cat was it uh, Superwoman or Catwoman? It was Gamora uh, from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's it, right? And they, they, um, they, ma thankfully, they managed to sort that trouble out. Uh, but it just shows you, even actually, even for just smaller 
projects on like a cosmos chain somewhere else um these companies will just you know send the emails but i think i think obviously that was someone like reporting rebels that was that was that was a a, a rat in the community <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a uh, so, salty someone who's salty and didn't want to see someone else succeed oh, did yeah, that happen with like that collection like star pandas or something too like uh, I, I remember they had, there, was, there was like another collection like star pandas or something it, that had it's, a bunch it's, of it's happened one. it's happened to a few that i'm pretty sure the one that you just mentioned star pandas and then also uh space skellies they had some issues i think um specifically emh having some issues with with some of the one-of-ones um, yeah i think but, they were yeah. more preemptive though i think they were just like we're not even going to mess around with it and they just pulled all the ones they they that were so close and they were oh, just like we're not even that was the response yeah well they just Probably got the rid of thing they do yeah 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 i think so like as you know i'm like i try to be as careful as possible with all that stuff um uh so i mean who knows a- anyone can just come along at any time and make a claim that like oh this belongs to me can't they and then it's whether or not you want to go down that that road and actually like fight them to say like no, it's not. Um, Don Don says so, the other the other owner that they did was uh, Harley Quinn, which I think is the one that really yeah, got them yeah. in trouble. <laughs> that's, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one I remember as well. Um, so that that <laughs> I'm I'm glad they they managed to sort it out. They're kind of like a good uh, use case for how to handle that situation in the future. I don't think we'll have. I don't like. For example, Snoop Dogg is gonna come along and uh, have problems, but um, I, I, I have, I, I do have some questions for for people in the audience, uh, and maybe Chris Siemens, you're up. How how have you found the whole Polygon experience? How have you found One Planet? Yeah, it's actually pretty. Um, it's pretty easy. I actually have been on Polygon for a while. It's- probably i was I, I was investing in polygon before i actually was investing in the cosmos and um in the beginning like it was so hard to use polygon man like i had pages i had tabs open i was making sure i was bridging it correctly from ethereum and getting it to the right place but um with like uh, how these uh central exchanges now you can just withdraw it right to the chain and and jump on one planet, yeah. click on what you want and do what you have to do. Yeah. And what's nice is um, for users who who don't really mess around with um, MetaMask, if you go to um, CoinGecko uh, and you go to that website, you can literally look up the token you want and download its address from every chain that it's on so yeah. you can feel comfortable knowing where you're getting it from. When I discovered that, it was an absolute like game changer. It totally made everything easy. Um, once I discovered that, so I don't know if that's even worth pinning and sharing. Uh, probably a bit too late at this point, but yeah, you're totally right. Coin Gecko. I didn't realize its true value until I discovered that. Uh, yo, Don. Hey, man. How, how have you found everything? How have you found Polygon and One Planet? Yeah. Um, hey guys. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Um, yeah. One planet getting well being on there, I think, has been phenomenal. Um, the interface, the website, 
the usage phenomenal. Um, I want to give a shout out to Chris because he did his darn best to walk me through uh, getting over from the Cosmos ecosystem <laughs> to um, nice. to Polygon, and it was. I'll tell you, for, for me, it was uh, not easy. Um, I'm, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, not but not the dullest, but um. So I had an issue. I'm not the most technical person, so I had some big issues, especially since I'm from New York, and we have a lot of regulations that make websites that are normal to most of you guys a lot different. So I had to jump through a lot of hoops and um, hit a, a few little snags. <laughs> um, a bit frustrating, but um, once I got to One Planet, like it's been, it's really one of the most beautiful, most easiest uh, sites to navigate for NFTs. Just getting there, I think that's can potentially yeah. be an issue for some people, but um, so that's that's my experience. But shout out to Chris, I, thank you so much, bro. You're super patient. Like I'm, I don't know how you dealt with me, but <laughs> thank you for that. Well, Don, Don, if you manage to make it to Stargaze, then yeah, <laughs> I think there's more hoops to jump through to get to Stargaze and to Polygon. There's yeah, actually I mean, not though. Yeah, Stargaze I think is a lot simpler. So much yeah. simpler, in my opinion. I think the main thing that makes Polygon difficult is the fact that you've got like ETH Polygon and you got like, oh, you got ETH Matic, right? And you got Polygon Matic. It's like, why, why is that too? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. But maybe someone can explain that to me why there's two, two Matics. Yeah, that was, that was a big challenge for me because when I was bridging over, when I finally got myself onto my exchange, which is Coinbase, um, I had to get my my Matic to um, from from Coinbase to my uh, MetaMask wallet. But the challenge was that um, um, Matic was the Ethereum Matic and I needed the Polygon Matic, right? So that's when I hit like a wall and I was trying different things. And um, so that was that was a big challenge for me, that part. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I same for me, by the way. I sent it back to the exchange and sent it back out as like Polygon Matic is how I did it. Um, so. Have you guys sort of shopped around in one planet at all? Have you bought have you looked at the other collections uh on the marketplace? Oh yeah, I'm eyeing some trippy walls. Um I I got a Stone Island 101. Um yeah, I am checking out some of the other uh collections that are on there. Um one planet is is pretty easy to use and I like the uh sorting function is uh Really easy. I'm glad uh, Stargate's finally got something like that because it makes looking for uh, NFTs so much easier. <laughs> yeah, one thing I like, I mean, like, Star uh, One Planet's obviously really well built, but one thing I really like about One Planet is like the curation um, of it as well. Um, the, being on a permissionless marketplace was also really fun, but being on a permissionless marketplace for so long makes you like really appreciate what it feels like then to be on like a marketplace that is like uh got sort of quality controls and uh offers like really well, on on the creator side i offers really really uh hands-on support and as you guys can probably tell we we rolled out this art upgrade on everything and and that's just something we would have absolutely never been able to do yeah, I'll say one planet makes it a little easier because, um, you know, I've, I've minted on F Ethereum and I've 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 
it, it's so scary sometimes when you get to those websites and I'm always on a different burner wallet. Cause it's like, is this the one that's going to be like, Oh, Hey guys, this, your wallet's drained or, or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, one plan, at least you have like some monicum of, uh, uh, knowing that it, it is curated and you're, and you're getting the product uh, project that you, you want, but you know, obviously do your own research and make sure you're on the project that you want to get. But yeah, I think David got rugged. Yeah, Twitter's been way worse lately with that. Whoops. Let me see what's going on here. Maybe he can jump back on shortly. Send him a message here. Are you still alive? Did you rug? Okay. Well, give him a minute to reconnect here. Um... Sorry, I'm just uh, in the middle of my work day here. Uh, did, can you hear me now? Yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah, sorry. Like someone, <laughs> when people call my phone while I'm on a space, is it like just bugs out and then uh, just uh, it doesn't know how to reconnect back into spaces again. Uh, but anyway, I was going to like kind of discuss some of the ideas I was having uh, about what like the potential of what we can do with this uh, project going forwards. Um. Oh, and like sorts of and what's happening in the AI space in general and one idea we had yesterday that was like really cool was um we were sitting in on um spaces with a project called alifia.ai who's recently onboarded into polygon and what they're doing is they're creating like AI personalities based off of like let's say like your personality that you can sort of train and then everyone can come and sort of interact with like your version of you. That's an AI. I mean, for me that uh, for me, like I wouldn't want to do that about myself and I, I wouldn't really want to go hanging out with like an AI version of like anyone I really know in real life. Uh, <laughs> but I was thinking we could tell an AI that you are a white Pomeranian king and then just then like set that as the foundation of like what it thinks it is as a character. And then from there, people can train that character into having all sorts of different quirks and traits. And then, and then people can come along and interact with like, you know, like in, we know we've got the culinary dogs. We can have like dogs giving like cooking advice on like creating dog food or we can have like the explorer dogs talking about like what it was like, or like the military dogs saying I was like back in Vietnam, blah, like so on and so forth. And essentially we let the community train their characters into being like uh, really, well, it would be interesting to just see what people come up with, but you know, having fun to just like, create characters mindsets and then letting other people sort of interact with them um so that was like one idea there with sort of how to integrate things like chat gpt into it um and then oh can you hear me by the way yeah so don't just throw up a heart so yeah like uh w one way to go with all this is um possibly creation of like the actual to create like an actual thinking or or no, no not thinking right but a character that really responds and speaks and has like 
uh, a style and way that they talk and communicate and just like not not treating it seriously but just making silly characters you know um so that's one idea and then the other one the major idea that i'd really like to step into it totally is tied to the technology which is um the use of 3d ai 3d rendering to create spaces or like sorts of metaverse spaces that are directly tied to your character like so for example um we can use like chat gpt we can read your traits on your nft and if you're like a dog that uh if you're a dog that's in the culinary school right we can see read those two traits we can then run it through like some kind of structured prompt that we make or like let's say just even you train a chat gpt model to create the prompting that will then go into a uh 3d model generator uh like a point cloud generator to generate 3d models and then people can start to gen people can start to generate assets that are like relevant to their character and so they can start to build sort of their own little metaverse with their own assets uh so that's like another uh idea this is more on the technology side obviously uh one thing that's cool about one thing i really love about like pfps or like even just our community in general is that there's obviously the whole community side to the whole thing as well which uh for me is like new ground but we've got like really talented community managers like zach and uh chubby uh i'm obviously trying to get involved as much as i can but I, I just I'm mainly just someone who's got his head in a computer all day long. Um so and then I'm just like, you know, making the artwork itself. So yeah, I'm very interested to see how the community forms. Like if there's like natural leadership that sort of comes like grassroots sort of uh leadership and initiatives coming out from the community and just like ideas on how we can meet other projects in polygon create like meaningful uh interaction meaningful change uh on on polygon and other ecosystems as well and back on stargaze um and and in the real world as well uh i i have my own ideas on how to do that but and I've noticed every single person in our team has different ideas on how to do that, but we haven't really heard from the community on on how these things can be achieved. So, um, yeah, I was wondering, do do does anyone here have any sorts of ideas on things they would like to see in terms of the community side to the project? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, so um, I was just thinking about a few things, but I will say that what you guys have, the idea of posting the renders of the Hellcats and posting the renders of, um, for, um, 
there was a C, the CEO of uh, Polygon. It was a Sandy. Yeah, yeah. Like doing things like that. Yeah, like, like doing little things like that, and I, and just kind of maybe bridging it a little more, like what you guys did with the, uh, with the rebels. What you guys are gonna do with the rebels with the uh, recombination centers? If we actually did something like that, obviously, I think it's something you plan on doing anyway. But doing that for, <clears throat> let's say for the Hellcats, but doing it for the entire community, and yeah. then maybe having a vote for that. I think that's a slam dunk idea, just to. Get a little deeper in the ecosystem and um, yeah. spread the word. I so, I really agree. I think that is, I think that's actually like, you know, something that we've got that's like a sort of ace card, isn't it? That we've got sitting in our pocket. But then, um, so uh, in terms of the upgrading and stuff, or just to bring everyone here up to speed on how that's going, um, we were obviously like, even within a collection, there's some stuff that's easy, some stuff that's like really hard. So in the beginning, the workflow that, I, that we created to try to do the whole utility would work for like 60% or even 50% of the uh, sort of other NFTs that we're working with, like TSAS and Space Skellies. But there would be like some that were just too just wouldn't work and it was like a real struggle. So I went back to the sort of drawing board about two days ago to like redesign the workflow. And that is all the stuff that you've been seeing with like the D-Gods upgrade, the Sandeep upgrade, the the Hellcats one. So we're currently actually like absolutely knocking them out. Uh, Managed to bring it down to about I mean, like max time, maybe like 20, 30 minutes per uh, character, but sometimes it can take five to 10 minutes. Uh, so, yeah, we like made massive efficiency gains on that. And quality has also gone up because um, uh, I remember we posted some the other day before the Sandeep one. And there was like some... It was actually like work that was like draft work. I wasn't really happy with it, but I think uh, one of one of our team members really wanted to get it out just to create some hype. But um, it was work that wasn't like, as I said, it was like work that had gone through our workflow, but it wasn't like of the quality that like I would really want. So uh, especially after putting it out there and... Um, some got good response, some didn't. I, I like went back to the drawing board and uh, tried to create something that you know, just like everyone would be happy with. And um, I, I think we're there. And uh, one thing we'll try do, just as we finish the whole set, is we'll try to open up tickets, invite everyone to open up a ticket so they can see it, see their item before it's minted, and from there they can make like last minute changes to like the nft before we like sort of ship it to them and you know on that day there's going to be like 300 of these going out we might do like 50 20 30 50 60 done at a time because by that time we'll have our like appendable contract which is finally i wouldn't say finally done it's been like finally done for like weeks and weeks and weeks but it looks uh like it's going to be soon. Oh, I hate saying that now after all this time, but um, yeah, when that's done, we'll just like start to put them out as they're done and people will be getting them on the daily 
daily basis. Um, and then once we've done Stargaze, we're going to roll that out onto um, Polygon. And I think that, as you said, that's when we're going to make real gains. Uh, so we'll see how the mint goes. If we're going at 100 a day, then we should be minced out by like the end of the month. But um, definitely, I think that the meta is very different on Polygon. Uh, you know, we've pretty much raised the most funds we've ever raised uh, out of any collection we've ever dropped. So uh, that's such a huge uh, bonus. That's like actually huge, you know, for us. Even though on the surface, we're like, it might look slow in the sense of like we've only done 62, 63% so far, which I'm like obviously really happy about the, the reality, the bottom line of it is we've raised the most funds we've like ever raised. And you know, we're only like, um, like 10 months old. Uh, I think I'm now moving on to 11 months old as a company. Hi, Sin. Uh, you step, you stepping up as a speaker. I was just wondering, do you, do you have something to ask? Yeah. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, perfect. Um, it's just about uh, all this. Um, yeah, I saw that one tweet too uh, with Sandeep and the youth. Where you youths? Is it what's called? They called? I don't know. Yes, so, yes, yeah. Um, That's great. Yes, youths. Uh, but then I saw you write about like um, burning your citizen. Is that the the yeah. case you are going for? Or? That just. That's how it currently works on Stargaze. Okay. But the thing, the that's why we might, ch we have to think more about the mechanics because on Stargaze it made sense because um, we wanted, we use like, the collection's very old and out, like in terms of AI, like quite outdated. So, you know, we made that like more than half a year ago. So with that, we wanted to like, let people burn their citizens so that we can like update it using, you know, all of our new better sort of techniques and workflow. Uh, but with the polygon citizens, it doesn't make sense to upgrade them. So we might need to change the mechanics of it. It might be worth opening ideas up, like hearing from the community, how they want things done. Um, but one thing is like, for example, the these are like done manually by like, a, well, by me, essentially. So there has to be some sort of like limit, some sort of hard cap put onto how much someone can do it, because it's not like a totally automated process. It's, uh, as you can see, like, uh, basically that quality, like that sort of coherence can't be like achieved through just like uh just like an ai a single ai render so um it has to be done comp composite it's called compositing where like we render all the traits out uh separately uh and then we composite them together in photoshop uh and then that process obviously takes time and, and requires like lots of focus um so yeah so I mean, I'd be interested to hear ideas on on how we could roll that out in a way which has get like scarcity still. If you get what I mean, yeah, yeah, of course I understand. But I was like thinking that maybe uh, you could give out like tickets for every. Um, oh, I see. You hold. 
uh, maybe yeah. you hold like a royalty or elite you get two tickets or, or something oh, like that damn. um and then like because every one of the the citizen is different so yeah burning them will make no sense at all yeah yeah i, <laughs> I have like six I also... of them now and i i will not burn any of them <laughs> for that's exactly I have, like, like when uh, i feel... God, sorry, I have like a Gotham Town uh, NFT I would love to uh, send to you uh, to make uh, so one from, from your, I, your I, studio. Number one, I'm just really glad you came up and, and shared these thoughts because that is a great, like a fantastic idea. And like what's great about that is that I love that like if you don't want to do it, you can get your ticket or token and then you can sell that to someone else. Yeah, exactly. Then, that would be perfect. Yeah. yeah, so that creates like a a method for people with higher ranking and so on to, yeah, like sort of get longer term benefits from uh, these things. And then that also sort of just building even more on what you said that that sort of can be used to incentivize the communities to to activate or like to to take part in certain activities uh because th- we can reward communities by offering them these tickets yeah yeah exactly and it's like ah. you have like your collection is like uh perfect for no i still think the metaverse uh, is is uh, some years um in front of us but but like some uh, chat spaces where you have your characters, uh, I don't know, work. It could be, it could be really crazy, I think, in the future. Yeah, so, I like, I but yeah. Just, no, thanks. That's really good. Uh, I think you could have possibly solved our problem uh, because I also I don't love burn better. them because I really love the, um, I really love like the characters. For me, it'd be such a shame to burn them but, yeah, 100%. Uh, and uh you know for i i'm i agree with you also on the metaverse stuff for me it's kind of like it every single project feels like they need to promise a metaverse right it just seems to be uh, like something alongside gaming uh, hmm. uh and then like but my experience with stuff like that is like whenever like there's metaverse or some digital world to go into it's like i go into it and i'm like okay that's great what now mm. it's like uh, that's it i did it it's like okay that was good okay uh, i'm not coming back here again basically <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh yeah yeah so i think the, I, i'm not too keen on like metaverse this universe so much with like you have the royalties and then you have the elites you had this uh dystopia uh kind of of vibe over this um Lost the all this uh, environment things, uh, the yeah, like future stuff, and it's like it's just it's just the perfect building for some kind of of story storyline, right? Yeah, um, and so we have, and then like that's actually like um, we have a feature film director called Tom Payton who's going to be working with us on this stuff. Uh, oh, that's pretty cool. I, I didn't know. I that. need to get him like yeah, I need to get him more involved. Is because he just had a son. He had a little boy very oh, recently okay. so yeah. he in the very beginning me and him like really sat down and mapped a lot of this stuff out but in the past like 
especially in the past few like month like one month let's say um one or two months he's just been like a full dad mode and his mm. career, he's like secured some really big film deals but he's back on it like on in like two days time we're talking again we're going to be um uh filling filling up the law the story more tying that all up with utility and uh like drops and all sort of like commissions to artists that people can compete for and so on and so forth and um and uh you know as you said like sort of having a good foundation with this whole story is uh po- like polygon have shown really a lot of interest in in this as well so um oh, really there's, nice. there's yeah there's potential to really move in a lot of directions i think actually the the issue we have right now is some sort of like choice not choice paralysis uh it's more of like where do we direct our resources because we've got a team of maybe like five six people right and everyone does mm. like different things like it's not one person who you know we all are like so diverse in our skill set and um so we have to really control the way our human resources are 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 spent or like the time that's allocated to different things um uh so yeah oh man i love it thanks so much for yeah, for those yeah. comments no problem and um yeah yeah and uh, we'll make sure i can't wait to do goblin town that's going to be super yeah, that- fun That'll be so sick. I would, I would love yeah, to imagine. Make, and I show the community in Goblin Town. My uh, yeah. from the from the PS lab. Yeah. That would be, be nice. Okay, that's all. Thank you. No, thank you, thank you. Uh that was great. Uh thank you, Sin, for coming up. Um no problem. Yeah, I'll get someone I'm gonna get someone to reach out to you because I would love to drop you like a little X token or something just to or, or like a ticket when we start to roll them out. Which, which citizens did you get, oh, by the way? Thanks. What 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 bags are you holding? Uh, I have um, I have a technician from uh, what is it called? The, the two seconds. I just gonna get the name. Sorry. Uh, is it? Do you remember the animal? Yeah, it's uh, the mouse. Ah, is it like the little space mice thing? Yeah, exactly. They look like the, they're like neon. Yeah, yeah but it's uh, it's called uh, the name is like uh, this animal Yeah, um, oh, is he like uh, he's like glowing neon, right? Yes, exactly. Um, oh, I love them. Yeah, it's a really, really, really cool, and it's number eight hundred and seventy. Yeah, I think you got a good one there. Um, uh, it's, it's and also, it was one of the ones I meant. And then I have oh, really? like, yeah, Etana. I, I, I have Bow. Yeah, I have, I have like a couple. I made a mistake, like, um, because I actually minted some of like our own collection as well. And um, I got I got a mouse that is basically like the rank four in the entire collection. Oh. And... I did, yeah. I didn't even know. Like, I, I made, I made the collection, but I, I don't. We didn't make. We don't like make the collection trying to like fix the rarity of specific characters, right? We we make all the characters and we work backwards. We like assign 
stuff to them and we tried to build in like general rarity like uh to it but <laughs> there's like these there's like a team of football mice and like uh, one yeah. of them is like a coach and i just like listed it for like uh well like not much like 90 dollars, and it like instant sold and i was like of course damn <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's cool. uh, anyway yeah that's, uh, that's my i'm terrible at, at trading nfts <laughs> but yeah, I know, I know, I know the feelings. So I was like, yeah. I just, I really loved the, yeah, the style. And I was like, in the first, I was like, this oh, it's AI, and I was like, that's a little bit strange. But you know, everything is AI now, and the way you you make it with the the art of AI is is it's, it's pretty cool. But you talked about that earlier, and I was like, yeah, it's it's, it's true. It's like yeah, it's, yeah thanks, it's, man. It's, I just some kind of art get... too. Go on. No, it's, 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 it's some some kind of uh, new art to really perfection this uh, AI technology. Yeah, it's totally then, different. I, you know, I, I mean, uh, one thing I'm glad about is that it does seem to come across. I, I think it's just like, for, for example, I've seen tons and tons of terrible AI art. Well, not like terrible, all generally looks pretty good to some extent, right? But I've seen t so much like throwaway stuff that is meaningless, I should say. Um, but I have also seen like absolutely incredible work done with AI art. And, um, and like for me, it's just like so mind blowing. And, and just on that topic, we, I'm going to be firing up. So we have something called the render room. And the render room is like basically a spaces that I hold where I'll interview like some of the top AI artists in the world. And we just, um, you know, we talk about everything in, in, in sort of like all the new developments, what they're working on, what they're looking forward to doing, and, you know, their speculation on stuff and, and things like that. So we've got an amazing guy called Rup Rainisto, who, who I need to get uh i'll message him but it'll probably be in the next week or two we've had him on before um you know he's working on like music videos for like asap rocky and all these other things uh yeah, that's cool but yeah so yeah we're gonna hopefully like just say, as you said like educate people on it start to like try to build some kind of like uh i think i think like the the the, the just the vernacular and the, and the discussion to be had around it needs to sort of we need to sort of define that a bit more and hopefully we can do that through like just high level um high level interviews and um and in-depth sort of uh insight and reviewing of like some of the people who are right like right on the cutting edge and they have been on it for like a year or so already uh so i just want to get those kind of people in there's obviously like what we do but what we do is even though we do do stuff like music videos and stuff as well on the side on like the other end of our business but um we really do like big scale project work world building uh and like more like sort of we're not like we we very much don't do this sort of like one of one art so it'd be good to sort of get get that sort of artist in and just hear hear more on like that sort of level um what they feel anyway no thanks uh, i'm really happy you yeah. like like you look at it and you appreciate it because i think a lot of people when they they see or hear ai art they just like disregard it 
and um, it's a, no, it's, no, a, it's no, like I, a, it's, I tried to make some just for fun. It's not like it's not easy on those wall uh, Dali and all those. Uh, it's not because <laughs> you just write something and then you have the perfect artwork. No, no, not at all. Yeah. So, so I understand, I understand. But yeah, it's it's cool. It's a cool project. I really, I really like it. Oh yeah, no thanks, man. Uh, I've just said to a follow. I'm just following you back as well. So, uh, by the way, oh shit, I'm not following Don. But Don, you had your hand up, man. Go for it. Yes, hey David. Um, um, off topic or on topic? Um, regarding oh. the yeah, so regarding the mint, have you guys? Even though I love the pace of the mint and how it's a nice, steady, um, you know, mint right now, but have you guys considered like incentivizing? Uh, the process of the mint. So what I mean by that is, like, let's say for example, right now we're at sixteen hundred minted. For the next like hundred mints, if there's like a some form of raffle for whoever mints from sixteen hundred to seventeen hundred wins like an X token, and then another one is ran from like seventeen hundred to eighteen hundred wins like a a citizen. Have you guys considered something like that to keep the the mints going at a consistent pace? Yeah, I mean like um. Uh, we probably will be starting to try to do things like that maybe after a day or two. Um, for now, we've been trying to try a different, other than just like rewarding people for actually minting, we've been trying to, you know, through the Hellcats uh, sort of pieces we've been doing is to try to actually just reach out to new people and get them you know, getting them involved into our project before we sort of try to, uh, like, essentially, like, rally our own community more. Um, I would like to not jump to those sort of uh, things immediately. I would like to see if we can do sort of more, more, more work and marketing around just getting our project to, like, new people, and not in a way because we can do that obviously also just through like doing giveaways and stuff like that but in a way where like we actually really capture their attention uh and they they're liking what they see uh and it's not but you know for for me i like probably in a week or two's time like we did the bounty on the blue tiger and then the dude just listed it at four thousand dollars so he priced me out so <laughs> no that's that's not the one that's not the one. Oh, is that the right one oh it's still it no the the blue the blue the one that you specifically put a bounty on is still unminted are you kidding me oh damn yeah yeah i'm gonna have to <laughs> d- gonna d- have to double the bounty you, you, you may as well at this point <laughs> yeah yeah piaga's gonna hate me um yeah, so Usi, I, I, I'm on a, you know, uh, I, as you said, I do like the pace of the mint right now. It's been like a really nice, it's been a challenge in the sense of like, you know, as you know from Stargaze, our mints, at least the citizen stuff we've done has always minted out very quickly. Um, so it's been a real, it's like a, been a new experience having to sort of like work through a mint and like, every day uh do hun- like lots and lots of step lots and lots of baby steps to hopefully make at the end of the day 
some sort of significant push uh, on on the overall mint. And um, as as you mentioned, I think there's very easy ways to do it. Uh, oh, there's not easy. Like, there's very like we can basically just try give loads of stuff away, and and drive them in that way. But I would like to try some other ways of just like generally trying to introduce our project to more people first. Um, so yeah, I've been, that's essentially in answer to your question. That's what we, that's what I've been, or we have been trying to do first and then, yeah, but we'll try all different. I like try a real big range of different um, strategies and stuff like that, you know, so definitely sort of giveaways will be coming. Uh, and if we do giveaways, I want to do like a giveaway, which is like actually awesome. Like, for example, we could just like give away like a flight to London or something. <laughs> it costs the same as the Blue Tiger. Hi, Farmer, Farmer Jeffrey. Uh, you stepped up to the stage. Uh, do you have a question for me or, or Zach here or anyone else uh, for the community? I take it you don't. Well, I mean, I'll just let, let leave the comms free and open for the next 10, 15 seconds. If someone does want to step up and ask a question, we are moving on to about an hour and a half now. So I think that's like a nice, timely uh, uh, sort of spaces. And um, we'll definitely be holding like really regular spaces of time, all time. So I am uh, Don, as uh, sort of just building on what I was just saying before is like more regular spaces um, as well. Um, I think that's going to be really, really important, especially with like sort of the community building we're going to really be pushing for. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. I said I'll leave this space clear for 10 seconds. Let, let's see if you have questions to come up, take your hand up. Let's go. I have a serious question. Go on. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, can the canine citizens potentially use a portion of their DAO funds or the DAO funds to hire Tom, pa Tom pa Payton exclusively to, uh, yeah, so no one else can have him? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like that, that amount of time will probably only be like five hours. <laughs> like, uh, what's his, what's his baby duties are done? Yeah, yeah just like take him off the market for like half a day. Um, that would be cool. That's like a cool use of the. That's a cool, really cool use of the um, funds. So, so just on that topic, I was going to allocate about a thousand dollars to each community, and with that, they can sort of. Oh, hopefully, like you know, over time uh choose what to do with it but um and that will be like most likely in like staged some form of like staged release um so that uh you know people get good at mobilizing first before there's any you know rather than just give people the entire amount up front i want to i want to just be able to see that people know how to mobilize well and then um it's sort of all in, kinds of interesting things uh for example uh angel dow reached out so there's time like we can 
So see what charity work needs to be done. Uh, there's some dog shelters near where I am. So we can possibly like fund some type of uh, activation with them. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I just, uh, I hope people, I hope people do like helpful things. I hope people do really stupid, silly things. Uh, I'm just here for it, you know, and um, I'm just very interested to sort of um, make sure we just facilitate all of it and um, then let you guys just, uh, you know, I, I believe in the beginning it's going to be just like trying things that we don't know, but I think like the, a, a rhythm and culture will be formed and and then things will get easier and more organic in 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 sort of like knowing what the culture of your 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 community is i've been i've been advised to stop using the word dao because the dao um uh, suggests that there's like voting and all these other things involved which we like basically just don't currently have so we'll see the idea is to you know obviously create thing like dal or it's like something like a dal but um we will we'll, was uh, i'm not allowed to use the specifically the term dal i've been told because that the, because apparently you guys aren't going to be fully autonomous and that's obviously one of the important words in that in that acronym because we'll be like <laughs> we'll be kind of here to say yes or no to stuff in general uh <laughs> anyway <laughs> Uh, so, so I'm going to use the word community, <laughs> but anyway, we'll see. Maybe it will be full blown DAOs. That'll be cool. <laughs> that'll, that'll be quite cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen with the community stuff. I'm just excited for it. All right. Um, yeah, I, at the risk of just like babbling on and mumbling away all night. Uh, are there any other questions? Uh, and if not, let's start to wind things up. I'm just doing a quick look around here through the comments. Nothing there. Nothing in the Discord. Everybody seems like they're good. I just want to give a shout out. I know all the people wearing assistance, but damn, all for the B for all this. That's he's looking. He's looking pretty good. That golden, golden ape. Well. In that case, guys, no questions. I will uh, be closing the space in uh, five. Zach, do you any housekeeping, Zach? Before we close up, mm, not really. I think I think we're good to go. Uh, yeah, just stay tuned for more announcements coming on what we're doing with the uh, sub communities there for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I've been trying to get this website up. I've been, I, I basically built like the mobile and desktop version of a website for citizens. But the problem is, is our website is having some weird redirect issues. Anyway, I wanted to share it tonight in the spaces, but obviously I'll just drop it in discord when, when it's working. All right. And uh, good night, everyone. Thank you so much. And Sin, thank you, Don. Always a pleasure to speak to you. And thank you, Sin, for coming up. It was lovely to meet you. And um, I really appreciate those comments you had earlier. You really, um, had some great ideas so i look forward to sort of seeing you around more hopefully 
in our community and um, Discord. And uh, take it easy, everyone. Good night. Oh, and Zach, thank you, man. Uh, as always. <laughs> <laughs> a- a- anytime. I, I got to get back to, to the grind. Yeah. Here, so I, I'll, I'll I see could, you later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, bro. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Polygon Citizens. Discussion of the characters. Hosted by PS Labs. Recorded on Friday, January 20th. 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit, like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements. Of course, we're tripping balls, handing reports in. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two